everyone and welcome to Dallas Hoops Fancast. I'm your host Sydney and I'm here with my co-host Martin. Hey guys. Uh, good game. <laughs> <laughs> Alright well we'll talk to you guys. Next. Uh, entertaining I thought. I thought the What an Mavs... emotional roller coaster that was. I mean it started with before the game whether Luca was going to play or not. Oh yeah. And then we find out he's going to play. And then suddenly And then all of a sudden Porzingis Chris, is out. Yeah. And it's just like the emotional roller coaster just started before the game even started. Well, and and going back to game 3 where they got destroyed. And yeah. so it's like coming into this well, you're like, and, "Oh god." Yeah. I mean, it was so and then and then the Clippers are dominating. Yeah. Into the second quarter, Luca comes back into the game decides I'm not going down like this. I'm not playoff Pete. Okay? <laughs> and he wills his team to make it a game again. And yes, people will say the Clippers stop playing. That's that's probably true. That happens anytime you have the lead. Yeah. But we took advantage of it. Yeah. And going into the third quarter, the Mavericks have rhythm. They're playing well into the fourth. It's Luca time. Luca's it was just and then they go up by like fourteen points. Yeah. That lead evaporates in like thirty seconds. <laughs> and it was so frustrating. But they found a way to get it into overtime. Luca makes the last seven points or makes the, the last seven points for the Mavs, including yeah. the game winner. I feel like this is an understatement, but Luca was so clutch. Like it it sounds stupid because he hit the game winner. Well, but I mean, even before that, he was so clutch. Even in the fourth quarter, before it even went yeah. to overtime, he hit some big shots, some big step back threes. I mean, this guy, okay, he could barely walk yeah. on his on his left ankle in the after the previous game. And I what do you say? Like he, he comes out and, and you're going against he outplayed Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi yeah. missed the game-winning shot yeah. at the end of the fourth quarter. Luka doesn't miss his. And I mean, that's got to – I mean, obviously Kawhi it's just one has – one shot, yeah. Yeah, Kawhi has hit game winners, and obviously we know last year the game winner, the series ender. But just in this game, Luka, like, man – oh, okay, I'll let you finish. You look like you want to say something. Yeah, I was going to say, we can put the argument to rest. Is Luka a superstar? He's clearly he a is. superstar. Yes. He is playing on the same level as some of the best players in the league. When playoff P <laughs> is over there struggling like crazy, and he's supposed to be a superstar. Yeah. And Luka is just making him – just putting him to shame. Trey Burke – I mean, what do we say I about know. this dude? This guy was Trey on the streets. Trey Burke is like the pickup of the bubble. I mean, he has been tonight, or today, I guess, this afternoon, he had 25 points. He was a plus 17. And I mean, he just, I hear like... He got the start. Yeah, I hear he's kind of streaky. And I guess he kind of is, but he's not, it's not that bad. To me, I feel like he's been pretty well, consistent for I've the only Mavs. noticed him being on a hot streak, yeah. so I haven't got the 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 cold streak yet yeah. so and I, I thought chuck cooperstein on the radio uh after the game mentioned how nobody's really given trey burke the green light and the confidence mm -hmm. to just go and let him play his game mm -hmm. and carlisle's kind of just told him just just go out there and score yeah and work hard on defense yeah and he he can get by anybody he, he can does. And he had that one where he took Kawhi. yes oh a dribble he had yeah. Kawhi on skates <laughs> yeah. you know and 
And he can get by anybody. And the problem is the Clippers don't have a rim protector. And so these yeah. wing defenders are supposed to keep these players out of but the lane. But they're not. But they, well, okay, to be fair, Luka like Luka gets to the lane at um, will. Yes. And that's the thing, like as great as you are on defense, better offense trumps great defense True. every time. Mm-hmm. And as great as you are on defense, you can only keep a guy in front of you so many times. These guys are professional scorers. Trey Burke is a professional scorer. Luker's just Luca's just a dog. Luker. Luker Luker's just a dog. <laughs> um and yeah, and without a rim protector down there, yeah. it's layup after layup after layup. Okay, um, there's there's so much to talk about. Let's just start with the shot since that's the most exciting thing. So I told you before. You said yes, he was going to hit it. I was going to make it. I and just I felt it. And I was like, in these situations, most of the time it does not go in because you only have three seconds. It's a game winner. It's a buzzer beater. Those shots, it's a miracle just, shot. yeah, they just don't go in. And not like it's a miracle, but the odds are he's not going to make it. And. And then they got it, and and the move that he pulled. He had Reggie Jackson going one right, direction right, yeah. while he was going another. I mean, direction. he got exactly the shot he wanted for for only having three point seven seconds mm-hmm. left. He got a clean shot. He got a shot that he would get if he had a full shot clock. Yeah. It was a clean in rhythm step back three, and I mean, and when he shot it, I was like, oh god, that looks that looks short. And then the closer it got, I was like, oh my God. And then it and then it swished. Yes. It, it was swished. Yeah. It wasn't like it bounced around or kind of rolled around and then in. I mean, it was like laser. That was the shot and it swished. It's cold blooded. I mean it when, was. when he creates that kind of separation on his step back, it's usually good. Yeah. And Reggie Jackson, he I don't he just didn't know where Luca was gonna go. Yeah. And and Lucas, so his hesitation, mm-hmm. his shiftiness, his his, you know, cut back to his the other size. direction. He, yeah, he can. They showed one graphic when he it's did like nine feet. Yeah, on one step. It, it wasn't a step back. It was a like, euro step. Yeah, it was a euro step. But he covered almost nine feet, and so it's the same concept on a step back. He can get so much yeah. space. And man, in the playoffs and in the bubble, whenever he's been focused, that step back is going in. And I think it has a lot to do with what you said about him being focused and actually caring about the game is like when he's honed in he doesn't miss i just think he gets bored sometimes in the regular season and so his shooting percentages his free throws it's a lot in my personal opinion it's just because he's bored yeah but when he's on when when he's he's focused he is hands down top five player in the league and I'll, i'll argue anybody with that because what he does in big games and big moments is i mean look at playoff p I, I mean the the complete opposite. He I, he's just. I thought after this game he was going to have ice bags all over. Yeah, well, he can't he do that anymore. Yeah. So I noticed him during the, the entire game. every time outbreak. He's playing with his tape, like his yeah, fingers he's got bothering. A on he's got to have something. an excuse yeah. as to why he's not shooting well. Well, and the thing is, he said like you know I'm not a prolific scorer whatever. like James Harden. Yeah, I do <laughs> even, other things. Even though the reason you're a star is yeah. because you're it, he averaged whatever. 25 points a game. Yeah, he's like I just try to affect the game everywhere you know playmaking defense all that and i'm like yeah but you're not doing anything <laughs> like and because I, I was thinking like wait who is he guarding because 
what, whoever it is, the Mavs still dropped 135 points on you. The dude scored nine points. Yeah. In a game where your team scored 133. By default, you should at least <laughs> got double digits. Yeah. At least get 10. Well, and they talked... Or sorry, I Yeah, I it's nine points, three of 14. Now, that's like three games in a row where you shot 21%. He's averaging, I think, 11, over a little over 11 points in the last three games. Yeah, and and um, Doc Rivers, they asked Doc Rivers about like, you know, are you going to change anything or do anything different? He's like, we're running the same thing we ran all season when <laughs> when he averaged twenty five points a game. So there's no adjustment needed. He called his team emotionally weak. That I thought means, it was a direct shot at Paul George. Well, maybe, but that means soft. Emotionally yeah. weak it's is soft. soft. Yeah, and I don't know what it is. Are they just not taking the Mavs seriously? I told you. I, I told you before the series that the the Clippers beating the Mavs 3-0 in the regular season was ultimately going to help the Mavericks because in the Mavericks' mind, they have to come out with everything yeah. they got. And, in the and Clippers, they got all the film they needed. Right, and it, exactly. They also experienced this hard-nosed defense that the Clippers showed. They, they put it all on the table in those mm-hmm. three games. So the Mavericks yeah. experienced playoff Clipper basketball they, they in got those three games. Pee. <laughs> so they got that experience. Yeah. And then the Clippers, because they had beat the Mavericks three times, two of them decidedly, yeah. they were like, you know, we, we, we got this. We, we can stop Luka. He ain't nothing. Well, and I think also in game three, since they did blow out the Mavs, kind it of. It wasn't. I mean, it yeah. was only an eight-point game. Yeah, the it, Mavs kept coming yeah, back. Yeah, and it wasn't like a, a garbage time comeback. It was a legit, they actually, they had their starters in. They had a chance to win. But since they got, that kind of happened in, the, in game three. And then in this one, they got a 20-point lead. I don't know if they just thought, like, ah, these guys are nothing. But it was like, I think somebody asked um, Kawhi, maybe, like, at what point, like, why are you guys not playing as well as we all thought you could play? Like, when is it going to turn on? And I don't know. It's like, I think I asked this after game one. At, at what point is it that the Clippers aren't showing up or whatever? And at what point is it the Mavs are outplaying them? And after every win, it's like, oh, my God, we're never going to lose again. We're <laughs> going to win a series. Basketball. Yeah, but after every loss, it's like, you know what? They're just a better team. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, the, I, I thought the Clippers would win the series, obviously. I Same. thought a, a huge victory for the Mavs this playoffs would be two wins. Yeah, which take, they take them so to far. Yeah, take them to six games. So in my opinion – They've done what they needed to do. Yeah. But if we just imagine for a moment the adversity that the Mavericks have faced in this first round. In yeah. game one, they're in control of the game. Yes. In control. And then, and then Porzingi gets ejected. Porzingi. Yeah. It, you know, maybe he's questionable. Maybe he should have made a smarter decision. Whatever. He's out. The Mavericks lose. And they couldn't score once, mm-hmm. once Porzingis was out. Game two, one led wire to wire. Yep. The Clippers never led in the game. Yep. Game three, Luca goes out. Yeah. Ankle true. injury. Didn't, Didn't really play, play the entire fourth quarter, yeah. really play like a minute or something. And he goes out and the Mavs still fought back. Yeah. Still made it a game. And, and yeah, in- the Clippers had to have a one final run to mm-hmm. extend it out, but they fought back. In this one, Luca with one foot. <laughs> Porzingis out. out. Down 21. Down 21. You know, and, and I don't want to hear any more crap about the Clippers don't, but they don't have Patrick Beverly. Oh okay? my God. And it's like, okay, first of all, I've already explained how, I mean, I get the value of Patrick Beverly, but not this much. No. I shared this stat on Twitter. The, yeah, they were 10 and 11 without him, but like 
Three of those were without Kawhi, three were without Paul George, and like one was without both of them. But regardless, the Mavs were without Kristaps, and Luka had a sprained ankle. There is literally no excuse other than and just... And down 21. Yeah, other than just the Clippers aren't focused, or or maybe they are focused, and Paul George is sucking just because he just sucks in the playoffs. He's, he's soft. You know, maybe he would do this whoever the team was. Well, you can see his, his fake normalcy in his yeah, post game hey man what's up man like yeah. like he like nothing's bothering oh him. my god and he took so many shots at the Mavs like I know he was like uh one of the question was um what challenges have you guys faced in this series and like uh no challenge no challenge just you know gotta and then whatever he said and I'm like what and then he's like um you know yeah I just gotta do oh because he was talking about how he's struggling and he was like you know the shots just just aren't going in i mean they're not great defenders i'm just not making the yeah. shot and i'm like i mean i know dorian you know he's not Kawhi leonard defensively but he is a good defender in the league and then i don't know maybe he's getting switches that he thinks is well, advantageous but it's like dude you're you just you're not playing well right i was now. gonna say none of that really matters yeah. the fact is you are playing like trash yeah and you have to look at your for you to deflect this fake confidence, yeah. this fake everything's okay, this fake oh they're they're gonna start going in. Well, you gotta start making them. Yeah. Because in in playoff basketball, the pressure's on, mm-hmm. and the players that can win are the ones that can withstand that pressure. Yeah. And I, you and I have gone back and forth about this all the time in the past about what what it means to truly be tough, and the Clippers. Or that that's that fake toughness. Paul George has that got that yeah. fake toughness. I would say the one person that's truly tough on their team is Kawhi. Yeah. And it's because he makes the shots when they need to be made. He steps up in games when he needs to step up. That's what true toughness is. Yeah. And right now he looks soft. Paul George looks soft right now. And nobody's gonna talk about it. About him being a soft because of player. his track record. Yeah. Well, although his track record in the playoffs is it's terrible, not good. but they are talking about well, it. Well, yeah, and, yeah. And, and and the thing is, and then he wants to act like he doesn't care. Then why are you posting that or you like don't care? Like he's not worried. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's soft. He he's and I think when Doc Rivers said we're playing emotionally soft, I think a lot of that in his mind he had well, playoff pee in his he head. He didn't really, and I, you know, we're talking about the Clippers a lot, but we're gonna go on into everything, but. Um, Doc Rivers didn't really hold back in his post-game press conference. He said the team was playing emotionally weak. That quote earlier when he was saying, like, we're running the same stuff for him we did in the regular season when he averaged 25 points. He he's said, got to make them. Yeah, he's, you know, basically, you know, their defense hasn't been great. They're not focused. It just, he didn't really hold back. And so, I don't know, I keep thinking, like, the Clippers are better than this. They can play better than this. But we're going into game five. Yeah. You know, and I thought I thought game three was it. Like I tweeted and I agreed with other people. I thought game three was huge going into it. And I thought whoever won that game would win the series. And I, I do still think that. Um, and the, the Clippers like kind of blew out the Mavs. Not really because the Mavs came back, but they had that huge lead. And so I thought like, well, that's it. The Clippers are just going to, they re- they remembered like, oh yeah, we're dominant. But then they came in this game and again, it's like they just, I don't know, underestimate the Mavs. And they and they try to throw them around. They try to get physical or get tough or trash talk or whatever. And the Mavs just do not back down. No. And well, it's got to be annoying. It helps to have, well, yeah. And it helps to have one of the best players in the league yeah. step up when he's got to step up, play big when he's got to play big. Um, it helps the other team, the other players on the team with their confidence because they know mm-hmm. that they, got, they have a guy that can – Go at this team yeah. 
and and win. They have the guy. They have that guy. They yeah. have their Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. And and right now he's he's playing great. I mean, forty three points, seventeen rebounds, thirteen assists. It's unbelievable. He also had two steals and one block. Yeah. It's unbelievable. The the guy is is and take away just that game winning shot, the way he played at the end of the fourth and in the overtime, he just he never wilts. Like yeah. anytime the Clippers were making a run or they got the lead, he yeah. just kept coming back at him. And and when you know you have that guy on your team, the rest of the players can can feel confident. And I think right now that's the problem with the Clippers, quote-unquote, if they're just not playing well or they're not taking the Mavs seriously. If that's the case, the problem is it's too late because yeah. you allowed the Mavericks to have this this much confidence. So if you think you're just going to come out in Game 5 and destroy them, it's not going to happen yeah. because the Mavericks know now that they can play with you. Um, now, according to Shaq, uh, Luka's performance was not that impressive because I don't know if if um, the listeners watched the TNT show. Like, we switched it immediately because we just wanted to hear someone talk about it. And so we knew they would probably talk about it before the Raptors game. And so they, they started, you know, Luca the stat line. And Shaq, like, immediately shut it down. We've seen this before. Yeah, and he was like, I don't want to hear nothing or whatever. And they're like, we're just saying it's it amazing. And he, yeah. like, legit got mad. Like, he wouldn't let them say anything. Is he better than Is Steph? he better than Steph? Is he better than Harden? Is he better than Harden? And Barkley, be- Barkley was, like, frozen because he was like, I don't understand yeah. what's going on. Yeah, Shaq like- was, like, mad. And he was like, I'm just, Shaq was like, I'm just, we've seen this before. And I'm like... Well, technically, you haven't because literally no one has put up that stat line. Yeah. He talked about the stuff that Dame has done or that Steph has done in the past. And, and they like, got respect and yeah. they got credit. And it's like, okay, is your your question is, is Luca better than Steph? To me, that's not an insult. That's not a, a shut it down kind of question. That's like, wow, we're actually talking about if this 21-year-old guy is as well, good as Steph. To be fair, no one was asking that question. Yeah, we're just we're talking just about celebrating. the game. Yes, and and the fact is he put up 43 points, 17 rebounds, yeah. 13 assists, and hit the game winner against the Clippers when the Mavericks yeah. were massive underdogs. And he underdogs. wouldn't let them talk about it at all. And it's like, well, dude, we're not saying he's the best player in yeah. the league. We're just celebrating what he's done. I think what I it is it. is he's on the those haters that don't like when Luca gets credit or respect or is in the media. I don't know. Shaq is just too old school because he always goes on the how this big man needs to post up or something or like, this. Just or shut up. Yeah, and so I think part of that. Pl- I don't know. I guess part of that plays into the Luca thing because he shoots threes. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I, I I think it's because of the media hype that Luca gets, and he's like, just calm down, people. Yeah, it's that's like, what okay, he was we're, like. Calm down. It's like why? Why calm down? Like all every single player. <laughs> pretty much was tweeting about yes. the game because it was yeah. a huge shot even if it wasn't yeah. Luca that made it, it and somebody huge. else it was a buzzer beater in the playoffs yeah how are we not going to talk about that and the dude dropped 43 17 and 13 like and two steals in a yeah block. and it, one of those steals was ripping it right from playoff p yeah <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know um okay do you want to talk about maxi Okay, there's one thing. Poor guy. One thing I want to say about Maxi, as well as Dorian, because Maxi has obviously just really struggled offensively. Like today, he was two for eight. I think for the series, he's like three for fifty-eight or something. Yeah. Um, and I am kind of buying more into the idea that his defense is just wearing him out because 
if you think about it, Dorian, Dorian hasn't struggled shooting as much, but like in this game, he had eight. I feel like offensively, you're That's getting a normal Dorian. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I feel like offensively, you're getting less from Dorian than you normally do. And not like he averages 15, but I, I feel like they're getting less. And so with that coupled with Kleba, I'm like, okay, maybe it is just the defense is wearing them out. It's very possible. Yeah. I mean, you're asking Maxi to guard Kawhi one on one. Yeah. And every possession. Yeah. And and to be fair, <laughs> if you look at somebody I don't I think it was Kirk Henderson, somebody posted about Maxi's defense on Kawhi, although mm-hmm. it looks terrible. He's like <laughs> the third best defender against him. Yeah. Which first of all, I I'm not a huge believer in Kawhi, but if Maxi's been the third best defender on him and he's doing this, yeah. <laughs> Like, how does he do when he has a bad defender on yeah. him? So um, I got to change my view on Kawhi. Maybe, but that's Anyways, irrelevant. yes. And and he's playing good defense on Kawhi. Kawhi's just hitting dirt-type shots. shots. Yeah. And, it's and their turnaround fadeaways in the mid-range. And, and honestly, just, that's the shot you want to get. That's what him. Jordan won six championships yeah. on with. Now, like, he hits it, which is what he does, but... That's the shot you want to give him. And yeah. if he hits it, fine. But at least you gave You're yourself the best chance. You're not giving him a layup chance. or yeah. a dunk. Or a, or a wide open three, which yeah. he does he did have, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he's playing great defense on him. And I think it is wearing him out. But I also think some like some of these threes in this game, because I had a feeling Maxie was going to hit a big three at some point yeah. in this game. And two of them were literally in and I out. Know. They rolled in and came out. I was like, I'm this like, poor guy can't buy heck? a bucket. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's possible his defense is affecting him on his shot, but mm-hmm. I think it's more he's just missing his shot. He, I feel like yeah. he's rushing them. Maybe. Um, and then Dorian, Dorian has been so quiet, and maybe we we got to look at maybe these games and see what is he doing to Paul George. Maybe he is actually impacting Paul George. Maybe. So. Yeah, we'll I see. mean, I think I think the moment maybe getting to Kleber too. I mean, I don't, oh, yeah. I yeah, don't yeah, know yeah. that for sure, but just anytime a guy struggles that much in his first NBA playoff mm-hmm. series, you have to imagine that it must kind of be the moment, but it could just be that plus the defense that he's playing on every single possession. But I think he's due for a breakout I was going to say, game. I still believe Maxi yeah. is going to have an impact in one of these games. Yeah. And, you know, that's... The, the great thing is right now, Luca. Porzingis before he was out, mm-hmm. Trey Burke and Seth, and even Tim Hardaway. We're not even talking yeah. about Tim yeah. Hardaway, but man, has he played great? And some of his shots are like, no, 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 yeah. yes, That's you know, Hardaway. It's like, yes, Tim Yolo Hardaway, yes, Jr., and yeah. uh, but they're going in, yeah, for the most part, and and all these guards are having huge series against the so-called best defensive That's true. team with Kawhi, Paul George. That is true. You know, and I mean, all the guards are killing him. Yeah. And I mean, when you think about it, that's totally true. It's Luca, Tim Hardaway, Trey Burke, Seth Curry. These are all guards and, and small guards mm-hmm. in the case of, I guess, Seth Curry. and Trey. Yeah. yeah. And, they're, and the, the Clippers not only had the best defense in the league, but they're perimeter defenders. I mean, you've got Paul George and Kawhi and, you know, Beverly has been out, but they have guys that the can guard. Th- yeah. Patrick Beverly. But it's like, and of course in game one, they were torching them even with Beverly. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, their defense, the guards are getting into the lane at will. And that was another thing Doc Rivers pointed out. He was like, I don't think um, like individually we're playing good defense. 
Like they're, and I don't know. Yeah. It's again, it goes back to the question well, of like, is it the Clippers or is it the Mavs? I was going to say, at some point, you got to give credit to the Mavericks. Yeah, which which Doc does. Yes, which is but nice. Paul George don't play yeah. off Pete. <laughs> yeah. um, Luca cannot be guarded. No, he can't. He cannot be guarded. He does what he wants. Yes. Now he has a couple of possessions in each game where it's like you're dribbling too much, but who doesn't? Every player in the league sometimes just has a bad possession where they just don't get the shot that they want. They didn't get the angle that they wanted or whatever. That happens to everybody. But for the most part, he cannot be guarded. No. He gets where he wants to be, when he wants to get there. Only I think he only shot five free throws, which is ridiculously stupid by the I- officials. He for a guy five. that that drives to the basket as much as he does and as physical as the Clippers' defense yeah. is, for him to only get five free throws is, is a joke. Yeah. Speaking of the Clippers' physicality, now I feel like that's all they have. Like well, it's like they did in game two. Yeah, like they're trying to rough up the Mavs or mm-hmm. get in their face or whatever. The Mavs aren't And it's down. not working. So it's like, crap, what do we do? Like these guys aren't backing down. <laughs> and I, I don't know, like without that, because when the Mavs played the Clippers, that was the one thing we said about those games. and The mental toughness. Yeah, and, well, no, the, the, phys- the physicality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And anytime the Mavs played a team that they just straight up beat them it usually was physicality that got to them and we talked about that so much but in this series it has been a well, non-factor and so without that that was the one thing the clippers did really well against the Mavs. so do you have words <laughs> they're there i my, my thought was building in my head and the words just weren't coming out did i talk too long <laughs> no 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 so what always affected luca was the physical defense he didn't feel like he was mm-hmm. getting calls. Yeah. Constantly complaining, constantly ripping his jerseys. Yeah. Like he he was getting flustered. Mm-hmm. He was getting irritated. And that's really the only way you can take him out. Yeah. Did you see him one time in this game? Well, after the second quarter. Right. One time in this game get flustered, yell at the refs. No. Constantly. No. Like he had conversations with them. As a but normal he player does. He wasn't yeah. complaining. He was not flustered. They couldn't get in his head. Yeah. And for some reason, it reminded me, I watched the the last dance, Jordan, mm. whatever, and it's the Bulls against the Pistons. Oh, yeah. And the Pistons always would just foul, 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 and beat them up. And the Pistons are like, once Scotty didn't respond, when they fouled him really, really hard, because they used mm-hmm. to get in Scotty's head. Oh, they would foul him super hard, and he just got he just didn't even respond to it. They were like, we knew at that point they we're, were going to beat us. Yes. Yeah. And now, like, if you can't get in Luca's head. You can't stop him. You can't him. stop him. Yeah. Because that was the only way. The only times he had bad games was when he, like, the, the, the officiating would get to him too much. Or the physicality would get to him too much. Or, or even he would just get inside his own head mm-hmm. like his shot so wasn't irritated. falling yes. or you know he would get too emotional about it and honestly like in game three you could tell he was very bothered at the end of that game you could tell it really bothered him um but he bounced back really well and in this game he just stayed at it and like and so it's like yeah we always talked about it. every time they played the clippers it's mm-hmm. like their physicality is just too much and so without that it's like man i don't know and and there's a lot of calls that the clippers get that the mavs don't yeah and like that one where Lou Williams ripped it from Luca, it was a clear foul. Was a foul. It was so obvious. You're right there, and it's like so you get irritated. And if you're a player, that gets to your head. But I think they kind of realize now mm-hmm. they're just going to get more calls. Yeah. And Carlisle even talked about it in his post game. Said we're wasting too much energy. 
talking about or complaining about officials. Just go out there and play your game. And if you are focused, you're not concerned about what outside forces are doing, they're a really tough team to beat. Yeah. Okay, uh, two questions. Luca's yes. game winner. Where does that rank on the list of Mavs game winners? Now, in the playoffs. W- we'll say in recent history, like you probably started watching in, what, 2000? Yes. 2000. So we'll say from 2000 on, we'll say from the Dirk era yeah. on. Well, obviously, number one is Dirk against the Heat game two. Game two, yeah. Uh, number two is Dirk. Against the Heat in Game Four. Okay. Um, number three, number is, three Dirk is Dirk against, against the Spurs in, in Game in, Seven. In 06. Um, I'm sure that Dirk had another one in there that we're just not remembering in the playoffs. Yes, yeah. but this one may be top five. You know, you also have yeah. that Vince Carter. Okay, so is it better than the Vince Carter yes. shot? Yes, it is because Vince Carter's was a catch and shoot three. Yeah. You know, he had to do a pump fake, but it was a catch and shoot. Luca just straight up put a man on skates, stepped back from twenty-seven feet, and just in overtime it. and swished it. Um, and I think also if you take the whole body of work, obviously Luca's game, the forty-three points and all that, you know, better than what Vince did in that game. So oh, if you yeah. take that into yeah. consideration, then obviously yeah, better. Um, so top five easily. Where does this rank as a playoff game in Mavs history? Man, it might even also be top five. Because you still have some, obviously, Dirk's game one against the Thunder where he had 48 points on 15 shots. Yeah. Uh, Game six, I think it was game five or six against the Suns back in 2006 where he dropped a 50-piece. Oh, yeah. Um, Dirk had a 46-point game against Blazers a long, long time Mm. ago. The Thunder game where he had 40 in game three in 2011 where he hit like every shot down the end of the stretch. And then maybe Lucas is there. But (laughs) he's got a long way to go to hit to be on the same level as Dirk. My case for that would be obviously the points, you know, Dirk has the edge. But if you look at the the triple-double, 17 rebounds, 13 assists, two steals, one block. It's got to be the greatest. Game-winning buzzer beater in overtime. It's got to be the greatest performance in Mavs playoff history and that's saying something but I, and so I make the argument and then I'm like is it too early it's just it's bittersweet does the fact that he's 21 matter we don't want to move Dirk aside yeah, so yeah. early maybe it's too but it, I mean if it is it is it's either yeah. it's either better than it's or it's on the it's same not. level yeah, yeah. I, it, it you know what it don't matter it don't we can matter. we can enjoy it yeah and uh I, I just what a game what what a player and without Kristaps. It's, you know, and I hope he's healthy yeah. for game five. Because um, they're going to definitely need him. Because he yeah. was huge in game three. I mean, when are the Clippers going to be the Clippers that, they, that we thought they I were? I think they are who we thought they were. <laughs> That's two pods in a row where I've done yeah. that. Um, look, I, you know, we will talk about the Clippers defense. And yeah, I think they have a stifling defense. But I think the mistake they made in the regular season was show the Mavericks their defense. Because yeah. now the Mavericks have played it eight times now or something like that. Mm-hmm. They, they There's nothing more the Clippers can show them that will throw the Mavericks off. And so I think now the Mavericks are in their rhythm. They're in their groove. And, and they're, they're confident. Yeah, and they're confident. And that's the problem with the Clippers. If you play around, you're going to give a team confidence. Now, the Clippers may still win the series, but they're just making it harder on themselves. Yeah. Um, okay, do you, Okay. so do you think the Clippers are still going to win the series? I. It's hard for me to say no, because how often does a two seed lose to the seven seed? 
In fact, I don't know if it's ever even happened. It is I'm possible. Sure it has, yeah. If a if an eight seed has yeah. been a one seed, I'm sure. Yeah. So I I don't know. I I think. Um, to me, it's starting to. I'm not going to let you answer that. Obviously. Of course not. Yeah. <laughs> to me, it feels. It's starting to feel more and more like the Lakers series in 2011. And I know that sounds stupidly crazy. Where we kept, well, 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 well. Yeah, because know. we thought going into that series, the Mavs are definitely losing this series because the Lakers were back-to-back champs and they were going to yep. win a ring that year. And, and we I didn't was know like, what the Mavericks were that yeah, year Yeah, and we were like, the Lakers are just better, but that's okay. Like, I don't mind losing to the eventual champs. Um, and then they won game one and I was like, okay, whatever, you know, and then they won game two and I was like, that's weird, but, and I swear even after game three, I was like, no, the the Lakers are winning this series. I think we believed it when they were up by 30. Yeah. And then (laughs) we were like, oh my God. (laughs) So this series, the more games the Mavs win and the more I see the way that they play against the Clippers, like it's Mm -hmm. no problem. Now, I mean, in game three, I guess. Like, this is the thing with playoffs. When you lose, you feel like you're never going to win again. And when you win, you feel like you're never going to lose again. But the more I see the Mavs play, I'm like, I don't know. Maybe this isn't as, as, you know, sealed shut as I thought it would be. I think the Clippers have outplayed the Mavericks in about two quarters. Yeah, I agree with that. And that was game two of this game. I mean, uh, quarter, uh, <laughs> quarter game two, two of this game, <laughs> uh, quarter two of this game, where really the Mavs kind of made a run at the end of it, mm-hmm. and then quarter two of the last game. Yeah. But outside of that, I feel like the Mavericks have outplayed them and really should be up three yeah. one. I mean, now, that game one, they sh- they had a real yeah. shot at winning it. Now I. You know, what sucks is that it doesn't matter that they should be up 3-1. Right, because it's playoff basketball. Yeah, well, and you could still lose the series, and it wouldn't matter if you thought you should win it or whatever. So that's what sucks is that they lost game one, and you can't get it back. But the confidence. Yeah. The the confidence the Mavs. Yes, the confidence. Well, now they know they have outplayed them. Yeah, they've done screwed up now. (laughs) Like, you've messed up. Yes, and, and, I mean, Luca's on a bum ankle. Yeah. Without Porzingis, the yeah. dude drops 43. And he, he was just, in that fourth quarter in overtime, he was special. He was MVP yeah. level. He was, you know, Luka legend at yeah. that point. And it was just so much fun to watch. And even Maxie's blown coverage of I know. that Kawhi. Oh, my God. And it was like, like. why Just let him have the two. You don't want a three here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that was the same mistake he made in their first game against the Lakers. Um, that was why Danny Green was wide open in the corner cause because Maxie he helped, helped out off. and he shouldn't have helped. Yeah. And so it's his nature. He's a help side defender. I guess. <laughs> and so he did the exact same thing and I'm like, Oh my God, when are you going to stop doing that in this yes. situation? And I, I love how the Clippers still talk trash. Like after that, Marcus Morris shot like I mean, something you know, at, at, at Max's feet, but it's just great that we came back and won. Yeah. So it's yeah. like all your trash talking, all your toughness, all this crap Nothing. and we beat you. Uh, okay, so we I, I still think the Mavs are gonna lose the series, and I feel stupid saying that now. But well, let's just let's ignore that ne- get next game, game five. What do you think is gonna happen? Well, we need Chris Tapps yeah. back. Um, you know what? Delon Wright didn't play in this game. Yeah, well, because Delon has been trash. Yeah, Delon's been trash, and it's like, why would you give him minutes when Trey Burke? Yeah is playing so well and Seth and Tim Hardaway and Luca. That's four guards. You yeah. don't need a fifth. He actually I mean Berea played five minutes in this game, but that was those were not a good yeah. five minutes. So he didn't play. Poor after Berea. That. He's done. 
He's, you know, he's, he's older and the injury. He you just know? can't create the separation yeah. that he used to. And he can't, he doesn't have the same lift. So he yeah. can't make these miracle layups that he used to make. Well, and, and he realized he was really shifty and mm-hmm. you know and he could just kind of jump side to side and his he hesitation doesn't have and, that same quickness. yeah that pop just isn't there anymore and so but he y- can't get the space but and, there's no need to play delon yeah if he's not going to play well yeah, i mean no he's had a, few, a couple of moments um but overall he hasn't really helped no. at all. And, and, yeah. and it's like i said it, why why would you play him when you can always have seth and trey yeah or Luca and Trey and Luca and Seth or whatever on the court at all times. Justin Jackson played five minutes and then never saw the court again. I think he again. had to because of the Porzingis injury. I think yeah. Carlisle was trying to figure out some kind of lineup and realized yeah. this was a terrible mistake and never played him again. <laughs> okay, so um, assuming Kristaps is back for game five. I mean, I'm just going to – I know I'm, I'm a Mavs fan, but I I think the Clippers are going to win game, win game five because I just think – at some point, they're going to be the Clippers, and they're going to win the series. But why can't it be that they are being the Clippers, and, and the, the Mavericks, Mavericks are just, are just good? Them. I, I, I mean, yeah. I'm not saying the Mavericks are going to win the series, yeah. but let's just say the Mavericks are actually good. Yeah. They're, they're playing well, and so the Clippers are getting flustered on defense. They are losing their man, not because they're a bad defensive team, but because the Mavericks are a historically great offensive and that team, is true. and they have confidence. So. And their defense right now. And Their like defense he, is better. I told you, all they have to do is be okay, is good. You just don't want to be bad. Your offense is so good that if you're just okay. Yeah, I think because um, you were like, since they have a top, they have the best, the offense, best offense in NBA in history. history. If you just have a top 10 defense, then that's Your generally, yeah, yeah. that's going to be enough. And so, it, in my opinion, yes, the Clippers, again, they're thinking that they should blow this team out. And whenever they don't, in their mind, we let up. Yeah. We're not playing our game. We're not trying hard. We're emotionally soft, all this. And really, maybe it's just the Mavericks are good. Yeah. And you guys are in a dogfight. And the Mavericks are ripping your defense to shreds, not because you're not trying or not because you're not good, but because they are that good on offense. Yeah, they're currently 12th. Uh, in the playoffs, but the Clippers are great offense. They were the the yeah. second best offense in yeah. the league. But twelfth is better than they were in the regular season. Yeah, so that's still an improvement. Twelfth out of sixteen playoff teams. Yeah, I guess so. That's it's it's not the same. But again, you're going against the number two offense in yeah. the league. So I don't know. I I think um, I'm just you know, gonna say it. The Mavs win Game Five. Uh, I'll come back to that. Okay. <laughs> The Clippers' defensive rating, they're 13th. So they're better. I the, mean, they're worse than the Mavs. Yeah. Now, they're 117.1. The Mavs are 117.0. Still. But still, the Mavs are technically playing better, better defense, defense yeah. than the Clippers right now. And their offensive rating, the Mavericks are 4th, and the Clippers are 5th. And So, again. Dang, again, it's, I mean, dang. So is it that... The Clippers are just not playing hard, or is it the fact that the Mavericks are good and they're yeah. confident and they're in a dogfight? They got to start recognizing that because they keep saying, "Well, anytime we let up, yeah. you know, we lose." And if we just play, you like can't. Paul George, you know, honestly, I make some shots, and this is a different series. Like, thank yeah, you, thank you, Captain, Captain Obvious. Obvious. <laughs> Porzingis doesn't get ejected game one. This is a different series. Luka doesn't rip his ankle to shreds in game three. This is a different series. So you think the Mavs are getting winning game five? Yeah, because 
only because in the playoff basketball, after a win, you feel like you're never going to lose. That so I'm going to ride that. I think the Mavs win game five. I mean, if Porzingis plays. I think there's a good chance they win game five. And I think the more time that goes on, the Mavs get so much confidence. And maybe the Clippers, maybe they don't want to chase them around I don't for think, seven yeah, games. I don't think the Mavericks have any more confidence that can be given them. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, that's all I have. Is it, Was there anything else you feel? No. Okay, cool. I've, I don't know, like, our last couple of pods, because we're only doing them on wins. Oh, yeah. And, well, because when the Mavs lose, I don't... I don't want to hear nothing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't listen to pods. I don't read anything. I'm, like, dead inside. But we're not doing a great analysis. It's more of just excitement and talk well, of the game. yeah. There's there's other things that are good for that. This is just a fan. It's a fan cast. All right. Um, anyways, thank you guys for listening. Um, all of that stuff is great. And you can follow us on Twitter. <laughs> Great outro. <laughs> at underscore Sydney Myers. Martin is at Martin L. Myers. The site is DallasHoopsCast.com, uh, where you can listen to new episodes and read exclusive articles. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Are you going to say bye? Nope.